Yeah, hey, bisexual Daniel is what they call me down at the YMCA. BSD, Has yeah, come, and the yeah. land and is dark, dark, and the moon is the only light we'll see. No, I won't. Should we just be a friend? No, I won't. Shut up, Tiff. Not the last time. That's not it. And anyway, the Joker was really cool. I was like, can we do the musical episode right now? Anarchy. Fuck it, right? I mean. I'm just going to go ahead and say that, that that today has shown me why being a villain pays. Yes, because you don't give a fuck. This is why we should be inspired by the Joker movie. <laughs> At least all their time. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan! No, he's right. Live your truth. <laughs> Thank you, Kelsey. Don't exactly. pretend. And, stop you guys have your and if you're crazy, let us handle, handle you now. Then in the future, we have more elaborate schemes with... Fish See, that turn people crazy. You think you like that? Face. You're the fucked up one, Daniel. Yeah, because if, <laughs> if Bruce was just took care of the Joker from Jump Jump, I was just going to say all these be problems. yourself. <laughs> you Are took we it. Introducing this thing. All right, <laughs> we're balls deep in it right <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah, apparently this balls is the episode. Deep. Bite the pillow. We're going and draw. All right, let's go ahead all and right, right, start it. the episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the Escaping Podcast, the best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek, nerdy, and everything in between. And by everything in between, he means those moments where you're about to blow your fucking brains out because not all your microphones work. <laughs> On this episode, you're going to hear me lose my fucking mind. But we're, today we're talking about villains, and I guess that's kind of appropriate. Uh, I'm Daniel. To my left, I've got Kills for Show. Okay. That's, yeah. Was that it? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. Mad. AKA is one episode. I, all right. From here on out, you're gonna get a lot of them. Fuck it. Good. 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 We're doing it. Uh, we, we, we've got TJ here with us as always. How you doing? How are you doing, TJ? How you I'm doing? doing? Just, I'm doing just fine. So far, this evening's been pleasant for me. <laughs> you just had to sit back, relax, and watch me fucking pull my hair out. That's right. Yes. It's great. Uh, across from us, there's a fellow over there who I think we've seen before. It's your boy Plum Bob Ryan. <laughs> Plum Bob. What's up? <laughs> Ryan, tell it's, us a little bit about the, the, the plumb bob job. It's the most helpful tool in plumbing that you can ever have. Oh, because ah. you're a Mario brother. That's there it right. is. That's right. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about villains. Uh, it is October. We're getting into more uh, spooky, ooky, sexy, taxi territory. Um, guys, tell me about some of the villains that you like. All right. Well, first off, so villains are always the ones that oppose the heroes, right? Yes. Technically speaking. Okay. Tradition. The opposition. The yeah. ops, as the kids yeah. call them nowadays. And so, anyway, the the, the folks that always uh, screamed out to me were Magneto and Apocalypse. Mm. Of course. Um, they screamed and, at you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Something about, <laughs> only the strong will survive. <laughs> X-Men. I'm pretty sure that those are the lyrics to a Journey song. <laughs> Oh, shit, it is. I thought it was a Macho Man Randy Savage quote. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're strong, brother. Oh, yeah. That's actually a, a, Snap the, into a Slim Jim. It's the Apocalypse origin story. <laughs> he is the Macho Man. He is an irradiated uh, Randy Savage. You just Savage. see the mustache yeah. in the distance. <laughs> what about you, Ryan? Uh, tell me about some villains that tickle your funny bones. Um, The ones I came in... Uh, whoa. The ones that I... <laughs> what? <laughs> the ones I came in prepared to talk <laughs> about tonight to was... Uh, uh, we got Atrocitus from Green Lantern, oh! one of the Red Lanterns, and also I'm going to the video games, and I got Ansem from uh, Kingdom Hearts. Oh shit! Tell me, t- tell me about Ansem. Is he wise? Is oh, he, uh, okay. Is he so handsome? I'm <laughs> not gonna go. I'm, I, I ain't gonna go real deep into it, but there's not seven. like when you came inside them. Like no, you just said. this is PG podcast. No, it's, no, it's not. not. <laughs> Do you hear Daniel this is from, like, Triple Jump X. Street? I got the wrong memo. Triple X like Vin Diesel This movies. changes everything. That's it. Well, you said Plum Bob. I had an entirely different meaning. Yeah, I heard Plum Bottom. I was like, yeah. Because the thing that we don't know as It's not your boy plumbers. Power Bottom, Ryan. Yo. Hey. The base. Kelsey. Kelsey. Before Ryan comes in another villain, uh, go ahead and tell me about some villains that jump out of you. Of course, if you already know me, um, you pretty um, sure. If you've been listening to the podcast, you already know one of the villains I'm gonna speak about is Doctor Doom himself. Indeed, and because there's a lot of different areas when it comes to villains and their motives. For me, um, Doom represents the ego, the arrogance, and the the villain doesn't think he's a villain because he thinks he's right. Then another one would be Galactus, and some people would say he's not a villain; he's more of a force of nature. There it's it is. That's right. That's right. You can't be mad at like the wind; it's gonna happen. 
And then the last one is um Sabretooth because he's just crazy. And then you yeah. have some villains that just do shit to do shit because that's how they're wired. They're yeah. wired to be different than normal humanity. And it's the reason why even his groups of people that hated the fear, he's hated and feared more than others. Because he's a fucking savage. He's, yeah, he's, he's a saber the plumb bob of yes. uh, the, uh, the villain universe. Jesus exactly. Christ. Or at least with the X villains. He's like he's that guy. He's the string that holds everything together. He's the you carnage. Know what is? It sounds like SpongeBob SquarePants, but it no. also sounds like a sexual plumb act. Bob. I can make a TV show. Yeah, Plum Bob is like <laughs> his TV <laughs> cousin <laughs> that works in the red light district. Like yes. For me, I, I guess it's got to be um, my three that I picked. Mr. Sinister, he's fantastic. Indeed. Depending Sinister. on which uh, version you come up with. No, across. he's incredible. And he has his nasty boys. Yeah, he's got his nasty boys. The fact that they all look like him and kiss better is a whole thing. For mm. more on how Mr. Sinister kisses, uh, check out episode two. Uh, I think it's the first time we had TJ on. Yeah, I don't recall the yeah. sinister kissing part, but I can imagine it. Yeah, <laughs> we can all imagine it. Ryan's doing it right now. Stop it, Ryan. Okay. Ryan, stop it. I'm sorry. Put your just pants be- back on, just Ryan. because we're all naked here for this podcast does not mean that <laughs> underneath you get our to- clothes. Too. I didn't get the memo. I'm fully dressed. <laughs> um, so Mr. Sinister, he's fantastic. He's always got something stupid up his sleeve. Um, then it's either between... Stupid up his sleeve or something sinister. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like the Riddler as well because oh, he could be good. But, no. then, but well, he could. He, he's smart enough, but then he's like, no, the, the dumb thing to do is to be good. Definitely. The smart thing to do is to be bad. Who was your favorite and adaptation? And show your intelligence. Oh, how shit. Not Jim Riddler. Care. I, I like the guy who voiced him in the uh, Arkham games. Because yeah. it, it, it was the, just that? the right amount of condescending. Neil Patrick Harris? No. Did he voice him <laughs> in something? I don't know. No, 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 everything is Neil Patrick Harris. I'm sorry, I'm just an arrogant <laughs> bastard right now. So <laughs> I'm gonna just say things I might Hold think. Hold on, are you correct. got me messed up now. Was it him who was Jim Carrey the Riddler in the movie? Yes, or he was. because people were saying Neil Patrick Harris should be. Right? Okay, yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes, okay. okay. Did you get a chance one. to see uh, Digma on Gotham? No. The TV show? Because that, gar- that, that, that no, show is garbage. Stop, stop. Wait, wait, it's wait, it's wait, a bad stop. show. Wait, 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 wait. He like was it. a very good villain. Oh. I, was a nice I setup. really liked him. I was, I'll say that was one of the things I did like about Gotham was the setup <clears> of <throat> the Riddler and the Penguin. Other than that, I love the whole. I love the whole show. Mm. Well, you, that makes sense. Did you, did you watch the whole show? <laughs> uh, well, so I watched the season and a half. Ah, see. I now, know question: Are you also a fan of the Muppet Babies? Or <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell yeah! Muppet Babies. They make a dream come true. A pup named Scooby Doo. Oh, because don't get me started on a pup named Baby Looney Tunes. Pollyanna. <laughs> what? Wait. Pause. Positive. Pause. We got a cue. The chase music. <laughs> That's a pup named Scooby Doo reference for the youngsters out there. You gotta watch that. Uh, and I, I guess my final one is gonna be the Mighty Monarch from Venture Brothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, Venture, <laughs> got your girlfriend. <laughs> what is it, sweet henchman? <laughs> Uh, he's Venture. fantastic. He's just so obsessed with Dr. Venture, and he's lovable at times, too. Yes. He's, he's a really good character. Uh, before we go any further, let's just uh, throw out the disclaimers there. One, we are naked. Two, we're recording at Escape Velocity <laughs> Comics, and uh, they're very nice to let us record here, but our thoughts, yes, our ideas, are. our beliefs, our naked, sweaty bodies have nothing to do with them. Nope. In fact, uh, they're just our opinions, our beliefs, and our swinging bits uh our plum bobs yeah exactly plum bobs exactly you shouldn't have said that right <laughs> should not have said that, that so don't hold them accountable for uh the this content <laughs> this content that gets you hot and bothered but you can hold them against us everybody go out and buy a plum bob tonight yes uh, so so let, 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 everybody plum bob tonight everybody do, 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 do the plum bob everybody plum bob tonight so let's go ahead and get into some of the topics there guys did um, we do the full disclaimer yeah, we just did it. You don't listen. You don't listen, <laughs> and that, that is the problem. So let's get into what makes these villains villains. Like, I mean, do they have tragic backstories? Are they bad just for the sake of being bad? Uh, mm. TJ. All right, so the the villains of, of any story are the ones that are opposing the heroes. Mm-hmm. And I say that, it seems kind of vague and, and ambiguous, but the point is is really that that the villain doesn't have to be a bad guy. doesn't have to be pure evil. Sure. Um Usually they're portrayed as such, but but they don't have to be pure evil. So True. if you want to talk about like um, like Magneto, mm-hmm. right? So Magneto's super powerful, horrible, tragic backstory. Depending on which one you follow, how many kids does he have? I don't know. How many has he lost? <laughs> Who cares? But the point really is that he's an ideologue. Right. Um, so he's so he's got an idea that he follows, and sometimes that aligns with the heroes, 
in which case he becomes the headmaster of the school. Right. And, and then other times it, de- it departs away from the rest of the interest, and so he becomes the bad guy. Yeah. <clears throat> and just like with Dr. Doom, like, his origin revolves a lot around his mother. Um, He's got the mommy issues. He has mommy issues because his mom died, and his main reasons for being getting into like the sciences and even magic was to save her soul from the devil. And that puts him on his path to go to the ancient one, the same person that um, trained Doctor Strange to learn magic. And he gets booted out of that because he's trying to learn dark arts and go way above his means at that time. Because he was trying to learn the most as fast as he can. And his arrogance didn't allow him to be patient and work within the bounds that the um, temple had constructed for them. Okay. Real quick, I'm sorry. No, 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 is this is his mom's soul actually in trouble, or is this more of a uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas Chevy Chase man of the house situation? Oh, yeah. No, no, his mom's soul is possessed by uh, Manifesto, Mephisto, my fault, <laughs> <laughs> Mephisto. But I'm not sure. I think it was something that do with a deal she made with him. Because okay. normally that's how it works with him. Like you make. A deal with him, and he's gonna come back and collect at some point in time. Right. right. So after he gets kicked out of the ancient ones' temple, he starts pursuing science, and that's when he ends up meeting like Reed Richards and um, MIT, I believe it might have been. And that's when he had the accident that disfigured him. Then he goes back to Latveria, and then he becomes the doom that we all know. Some may hate, some love, and then he grows this arrogance and this needs to. The need to best read and to show the people of Lavere like he is there for the him for them and that he is the best thing the world needs because the world needs a hero and nothing saves the world more than Doom. Right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start telling you guys about Atrocity. It's only one of the main reasons I love this guy. He's got a a, pa- a cat partner, right. which is a oh, tragic yeah. backstory. Who doesn't love is a pussy Dexter? friend? Deck Star. Deck Star. Deck Star. So, Deck starting Star with him, real short, it's the saddest two pages you'll ever read. Uh-huh. So he was, so he lived with this lady in uh, in an apartment. That apartment got burglarized, and then they took the cat. What and they, the hell? Yeah, and then they 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 killed the lady, took the cat, um, and then they put the cat in a bag and flung it off of a cliff. Jesus into, Christ! Into water. Did they think the cat was a witch too? <laughs> no, but like right after that, it, it's pretty badass. You see the red ring come, and then that's mm. how the cat. Like it's cool because it's on on the cat's right. tail. Right. <laughs> but I mean, I love that cat. But that's a great cat. And then yeah. uh, off of Atrocitus, yeah. it's like, are they truly like born evil? And I like off of what you were saying, I don't really think so of Atrocitus because. If you read um, Green Lantern, you know about the Guardians of the Universe, right, and they right. created uh, the Manhunters. Yes. And the Manhunters had this glitch, which no man, not it wasn't the glitch, but they're saying was no man can escape the Manhunters. They were the police force before okay, the uh, yeah, Green yeah. Lanterns. The rough and, draft. And, Paul Blart, year one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they had this glitch in the system, which it was the worst bloodbath in DC history. They killed a whole entire planet. Uh, in Space Sector uh, 666, which is called uh, Riot. Nice. yeah. And um, that planet was completely wiped out besides five people, and Atrocitus was kind of their leader. Oh. And all these guys sought out to revenge on the Guardians of the Universe. Okay. And the Guardians of the Universe, they kind of served... Um, they were called the Five Inversions, which Atrocitus led. And the... Guardians kind of use them as their puppets because they can do these like blood prophecies. Okay, point so and they, shoot. Yeah, so yeah. they can they can do these like uh, rituals and blood prophecies, which is why they can shoot like napalm blood out of their mouths. Which oh, is amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit is dope. And well. If you your date's not going well, <laughs> you got that. <laughs> that's fantastic. You got <laughs> fire on her. Yeah. But the, but then the um, right barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones who actually prophesize the blackest nights, and this is bl- the blackest night, which is that giant DC. Right, 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 yeah. Right, right. I so like I mean, it, it, it's a lot, but I mean, that's pretty much his main motive, just to take out. Was the that audience. a Jeff Johns creation too? Uh, yeah, it was. At, uh, he first appeared in uh, Volume Four, Issue Twenty Five, and that was like Rage of the Red Lanterns. Yeah. Damn. You it, came prepared with that. No, no. <laughs> like, he knows it, his thing. Jeff Johns is that that run starting with Secret Origin. Because he appeared in Secret Origin, he was the reason why Avinsur died. Because oh. he he made uh, Avinsur take him and uh, on his ship, and then the ship crashed, and then Atrocitus got freed, 
and then that's how Hal Jordan went and found the ring. Okay, that makes more but sense. But that, that's yeah. like not, it's Jeff John's canon. It's a, a retcon. They're so a retcon, right, right. Yeah. So is, it, is, is Atrocitus anti-Green Lantern? Or um, is he simply idealistic? Uh, he, like, it states like some of his villains are Sinestro, Guardians of the Universe, and, uh, of course, Green Lanterns, but... Funny or not, the they ended up having to work together when the Black Ring comes out and right, then, like right, all right. unite our powers to go defeat. Then, then, then they gave yeah. the rings to all those other people, and that was fantastic. if you know who Guy Gardner is, he got mm-hmm. one of the red rings. Dude, I have that figure of the the he's got blood on his mouth with the chainsaw and everything. <laughs> oh, that's it's so cool. So uh, one, <laughs> it is so cool. I, I, it's the one of, of my three I want to talk about is the Riddler. Because oh. God damn, this. I love the Riddler. Yeah, he. He knows he's the smartest one out there, and the only person smart enough to figure out his clues, as fucking obscure as they are, is Batman. Of course. Mm. It it ties into that detective part of Batman being the world's greatest detective, not just punching and gargling marbles when he talks and uh, having young boys die all the time. And also, he has one of the best um, names in, like, actual aliases as his name. Edward Enigma. Enigma. Like, come on now. Enigma. Enigma. Come on, man. It's it's, it's it's so good. It's good. I I like seeing all the different portrayals of him because over the years, he went from dorky, like, what has no arms, no (laughs) legs? A clock. A clock. Like no, it's got hands, and and I mean, yeah. this one's this one's a calico cat, and it's got right. legs, and you know, you're wrong. <laughs> to being just uh, a little more, he knows Batman will figure it out, but it's all about the game, and you mm-hmm. know, it starts off easy clues to get Batman on a trail, mm-hmm. and then it becomes you know, oh, cut this guy open, here's his heart, who's who's the heart of Gotham, and uh, it's great, you know. Yeah. Um, and another thing about the Riddler too, like you mentioned earlier, like he could be a good guy. He was, could be a good guy. Was there any like comment yeah. where they had the Riddler kind of being on the good side or helping like Bruce uh, if or I'm not, Batman? If I'm not mistaken, um, it was around uh, No Justice. I want to say uh, the most, some of the more recent stuff with uh, the Source Wall being ro- broken and you're like, oh well, here come the trees that are going to destroy everything. And Riddler's like, well, uh, you know, I could help. I'm not going to, but I could help. <laughs> And then uh, in Dark Knight's Metal, he was just, he could have helped because it was the end of the world. But again, he had the opportunity, but he sees the opportunity and he's like, no, no, that's, that's stupid. If everyone else is doing it, if everyone is doing this one thing, then it's got to be easy and stupid. And, you know, you know, it's not the smart thing to do. They're all rushing in there. They're getting their asses handed to them. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna chill over here and plan my next move for when Bats does come back because he's it, gonna come back. It doesn't yeah. sound like he's a good guy. He's not a good guy. Well, I, he has the chance to be a good guy. Because right. I um, got some new found respect for him after watching the Hush animated movie. Yeah. Because I didn't know it was gonna be him. Spoiler alert! Like, oh shit! Like he took his I don't know I won't say gimmick but his gimmick to a next level. It's like yo, I'm gonna sit here. I'm really quiet. I'm gonna let everything play out and show you that I can be the threat to Batman. Mm-hmm. I can best the bat. Not ask who you perceive me to be, but as somebody else, knowing the angles that I know and having the mind that I have. Because you think, like you said, he thinks he's better than Batman. He, he tries. Believes he's yes, better than not thinks, believe. Because that's a lot of thing that separates these villains from different villains. Because they don't believe they're villains. Like for example, Doctor Doom. Everything he does is for the betterment of mankind and for Latveria because he believes his way is the best way. Like in Doom War, when he was trying to take over, not take over Wakanda, but take over the Vibranium, he had to go before the Panther God Bass and submit himself to the Bass to be judged by her judgment. And she realized, oh, you are worthy. You believe that under your rule, the Earth will be the best that it can possibly be. Sure. And she grants him access to the vibranium, well, which shows us as yeah. a reader, like, Doom was right. It's not a bias for him. Yeah. It's an absolute truth, truth for him. He doesn't believe anything and, other than the fact. I mean, there's that whole thing that uh, the people of Latveria love him. Yes. They love the guy. Yes. Whenever the Fantastic Four come in, they're throwing tomatoes <laughs> at him. They're just like, get the Pumpkins. fuck out of here, you fucking freaks. And plants. Whatever vegetation they have in Liberia. So it, it's kumquats. Seen, kumquats. Kumquats. Yeah. That's, that's like a national yes. export. Yeah. <laughs> the good old kumquat. So it sounds like Doom is a villain. Um, but if you talk about the Riddler, for mm-hmm. example, Riddler, um, well, so Doom may or may not be a villain. Excuse me. It depends on so depending right. on where you stand. Depends on where his interests lie. Depends yeah. on if they mm-hmm. intersect or, or reinforce whatever the heroes are doing. But Riddler 
has to be a villain. He has to be a Because he necessarily has the need for a hero to crack his code and to, mm-hmm. to defeat him baked into his into his psyche. Yeah, I think it's uh, uh, him having to push himself to be better. If Batman can figure this one out, then i got to push myself yes. to come up with something more complex. Because he's not challenging other villains to best him mentally either because there are right. other super genius. Like, he's not going to go- um, Metropolis like, hey, Lex, what happens if this happens? Yeah, like, no, he no, doesn't he's care not about that. that. And that, that's, the, that's the thing, too. It's like Batman is just a man. Riddler is just a man with, mm-hmm. with a brain as well. Yeah. So it's it's honestly one of his well, the most sweet, evenly both, matched both have skills villains. And the yeah. Kung Fu yes. moves. Exactly. Yes. But so he needs to be, he absolutely has to be a villain opposed mm-hmm. to Batman at all, t- all costs. Sure. That's a different kind of villain that we've normally been talking about. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Galactus for a minute. Which uh, is just a yes. constant in the universe. Well, you can call him a force of nature if you want to, but the point is, is he's got a particular interest in the universe. And a tasty, tasty globes. Right. Yes, because... So um, choose up planets, whatever, right? But the point is, is sometimes he chews up our planet, sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> or he chooses to try to chew up our planets, because mm-hmm. Galactus debuted in Fantastic Four issue number 48 in 1966, and his uh, original name is Galen. He was the survivor of a okay. previous universe, when that universe collapsed, he would re- rebirth in the Big Bang of the 616 and became an uh, intergalactic cosmic necessity where he would go around devouring planets just to keep a cosmic balance because you can't have rebirth, you can't have the new without getting rid of the old. So that's his whole purpose in the ecosystem of the universe. He's that bacteria, you would say, like, or the, the, um, the algae fish in the tank. That's it, that's he it. has yeah, to yeah. eat things. So there'd be space for the new things and cleanse it. But people will see that as being a villainous thing when it's his your home world that he's coming sure. to munch on. But it also exists in a lot of other um, mediums and just in the lore of everything. Uh, at the In the Marvel Universe, uh, the end, or the universe of whatever, Franklin Richards is there at the end with him. And Franklin yes. Richards creates worlds and universes, and they're both there. And uh, when they get to the point where, you know, recapping everything, when Franklin is born... Yeah. Even Franklin posits, um, do you think if I hadn't been born, you would have died for good? Like, is my birth the reason you keep coming back? Because we are, you know, two sides of that two coin. Side, yeah. It's, if uh, you, oh, yeah, if Galactus is the constant eater and Franklin is the constant creator. Entropy, creation, destruction, you know, yes. it, it goes hand in hand. Exactly. Hand, that doesn't, I don't think that makes either of them, you know, necessarily evil to the other. They're just... Yes. Two forces that yeah. have to exist side by side. Like, lightning happens and it strikes them and it creates a fire, but the fire destroys the earth, but it also replenishes the ground and causes right. more things to grow. But then we've got other characters that uh, don't exist for you know the balance. They exist for chaos, and you were talking about uh, Ansem. Ansem from Kingdom Hearts. Talk to me about Ansem. Handsome Ansem. I tried, I tried <laughs> to pick out like the, mo- like the less confusing way to explain <laughs> this goddamn video and which, game. And which um, Kingdom Hearts did he debut in? Uh, Kingdom Hearts 1, One? technically, okay. uh-huh. but then you start going back and playing all the other games, and there's like eight. Like the prequel mm-hmm. games? Yeah, there's like, like, which are all great. I, I hold to the fact that Kingdom Hearts is one of the best animes yeah. out there. Yes, it's Disney's, ridiculous. It's, if they were smart, they would have been made a movie through Pixar I, with all. I those was characters. so angry when they released everything on like PlayStation and like PlayStation Four because I bought a PSP, <laughs> I bought a 3DS, and I bought I bought anything. I hated Chain of Memories because of the. If you ever played that game, like uh-huh. the, the card one, oh man, it's a I don't play the game, games, but a great story. But I stay up late story. nights just on YouTube videos listening to the whole chronological. It is the of saddest, most time. emotional game. I, I just saw this post on. It's like, Chain of Memories. No, no, the just the whole entire. Series. Oh yeah, the whole yeah. entire series is like Heartless this sad, no emotional game, but it's disguised with Disney characters and colors. I I, oh. <laughs> I just saw that like like it's it's a sad game. Like I guess you I guess you lost all your friends. <laughs> 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 I just want to have a heart. Hey Sora, looks like your friend just died. Hey Sora, I got a fun fantasy for you. <laughs> There's this funny video. It was like playing uh, playing Kingdom Hearts when you're in, mi- in your mid twenties. And like, hey Sora, we gotta live in. Uh, we gotta help out the light and use our hearts. And, and the dude watching it is just like, Jesus fucking Christ. But uh, Ansem, going on to Ansem. Ansem is a heartless of a heartless of Xehanort. And Xehanort is like the main antagonist of like the. the I thought whole it was entire. the other way around. No, Xehanort. Oh, you're right. Xehanort Master Xehanort. Master Xehanort mm-hmm. is the old bald dude. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the reason Ansem looks the way he does, if you guys ever played uh, Birth by Sleep, yep. or who knew Terra Aqua and Ventusar, nope, ooh, never. he looks... Uh, <laughs> this is surprising, TJ. I figured out of everyone here today, you would be our Kingdom Hearts expert. I know. You don't Tell know what me. a Heartless is? Would excited. you let us explain to him what a Heartless is? pretty excited when you started saying Mario oh. Brothers. I, I understood that one. <laughs> 
Oh, you want me to go back to Plum Bobs? <laughs> you, know, you know I want you to go back so, to Plum Bobs. So, um, I guess, what, what makes is it, um, Ansem do what he does, and, and why is he evil? Well, um, so their whole entire endgame is they have to... They, everybody wants Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, they want to balance light and darkness... And what? So not 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 the video game. They're not all like at you know GameStop, pummeling each other for the video game. What is Kingdom Hearts? Oh, huh. in in, <laughs> in the easiest way you can explain. Okay. Um, in so, the world, <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is a, a video game in which you have to you have to save the world. Sure. I mean, but what is the Kingdom Hearts that they're after? I don't know. I still don't know. It's okay. So. <laughs> The Kingdom Hearts. It's and that's it's, why we have Google. It, it's, it's a moon-looking planet, right? It's a it's a it's a moon-looking planet. It's shaped like a heart, and it's it's the heart of all worlds. And every, and Ansem oh. tries to access it okay. to gain control of all of the worlds. Then he gets friend zoned. So, <laughs> so oh, I yeah. think not See? a real thing. And you don't know anything about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I picked it up pretty quick. Yeah. Riku. <laughs> but yeah, but okay. Speaking of Riku. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long I'm supposed to go on this, but, uh, but it's it. Okay, yeah, baby. No, okay, all right. Well, I'm just I'm just gonna use my notes. Uh, Hit the bullet so points, baby. An- Anton was a researcher and a ruler of his own world. He uh, studied the Heartless, and then while doing so, he was uh, possessed by darkness. Okay, and that led to him destroying his own home world. And uh, he sacrificed his own body to obtain great power. And then, uh, then that's where Kingdom Hearts One comes in. He then possess- possesses Riku. And when he does that, he regained his physical presence. So it's kind of like easiest way to explain it. He, it's like a whole crux in Harry Potter. There you go. So, I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> but for the people that outdated on read books such as Harry Potter, what is a Horcrux? All right. So a whole crux, mate, is <laughs> blimey. Doesn't have to be Australian. <laughs> I was going Australian, <laughs> but okay, but like a, a whole crux is it's it's a piece that you entrap your soul. It like it could be it could be a water bottle. It could be this microphone. Word. You entrap your soul inside of it. So if you die, you're you're still alive. Okay. That's why. Yeah, it's so like a remainder. Yeah, it's like a remainder, and that and that's just like my my other villain was Sauron from uh, Lord of the Rings. You didn't say uh, at the beginning. So I know, but about too it. bad. <laughs> what about Sauron from the X Men? He's a pterodactyl. <laughs> same, same guy. So like Lord, <gasps> like in, like Sauron. Lord of the Rings, like he still has a ring, and when he gets a, when he gets his cuts off, that ring is still kind of like a a whole crux. Yes. So that's why he can come back as like a different shape, but he's trying to like game possess. Okay, yeah, yeah. So right. so uh, back to Ansem. Oh Jesus Christ! I know, man. I know. <laughs> yeah. and, and so we're talking, uh, about, so talking he, about Jesus in this podcast. Oh no, no, no! I'm gonna get to the worst villain of all, Jesus Christ. At the end, don't you worry. Hey, don't do my boy Jesus like that. We're no, no, no. Jesus is great, and you know, know. I know. him and his family came here legally. He turned legally. water into hochata. You can't. Be mad at him, man. Water into Water into water. Hochata is the most divine creation on this earth. What about empanadas? Ah, that's his body. Back to fucking villains, all right, guys. This is how fucked up This is how fucked up Kingdom Hearts is. In all the okay. right ways. Listen, right. listen. We'll talk about Kingdom Hearts in its entirety in a whole other episode. I'm not prepared for yeah, that. Yeah, nobody will ever be prepared for that. Hey, check that one out on the it'll Patreon. Be a it's like the one meme of Charlie going like this on the board with all like the cross threads going. Yeah, on. we'll put that on the Patreon. That'll be a oh bonus one that people will it'll have to pay to be nine hours confused. long. Okay, so uh, Ansem is one of the only uh, two heartless that actually have human intelligence so that's why he's such a main antagonist and uh the way that he uses his power he treats people's uh, hearts as either tools to manipulate them as well as like different people and also if you remember playing kingdom hearts he created um when he was in uh when he was inside of riku <laughs> nice like when you came inside those villains <laughs> when he was inside of riku he created that keyblade and that's why you had to go all to all the worlds and save all the princesses mm. because he was trying to collect the hearts for maleficent's endgame to try to right. unlock Kingdom Hearts. So he's Lena. not doing this for any sense of balance at all. He's just doing this to gain control. He's doing it because he wants power. Yeah, because that, that goes further into Master Xehanort's. We're like, not even going to fuck with know, that today. You, you right. have to. You what? have to. Patreon episode. Patreon episode, Ryan. <laughs> okay. I'll have to replay all the games again. But I yeah. have the third one. Come on over. Okay. I, come but, on over. Come on over, baby. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah. They're, they're just trying to balance light and dark. They're trying to conquer Kingdom Hearts. That's their damn name. That's it. That's great. Uh, 
That's the bad guy? That's the Conquer Kingdom Hearts? That's the bad guy. Holy crap. Uh, TJ, after you've got the whiplash from that, go ahead and... Goodness uh, gracious. Come on that's, back and talk nutty. to us. Let me, let me let's, break, let's, let's let's bring, bring back Apocalypse back. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why don't break you it on down. <laughs> Take us back to the old, old days. Yeah, way in the way, way back here. We got Ooh, Apocalypse. The arguably, first mutant. Arguably the first mutant. That's right. I thought so, Jesus about, was thanks, the first you know, mutant. No, he's, he predates Jesus. He's yeah, born no, in uh, he's, Egyptian He's pre—he's BJ. Jesus yeah. is the same there? yesterday, today, and tomorrow, friends. I don't that's know. That's not how that works. Because <laughs> so he was born on Christmas, so he had to start at some point. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And so talk to us about Santa Michael. was born hey, on that's, Christmas. That's, that's, yes. the, that's the gospel according to Kelsey right there. Yes. Jesus so, brings us the gift of life. Uh-huh. And apocalypse. Yes. So, so apocalypse. Yeah, that's right. And presence. Big blue dude. All right. And uh, anyway, he's a, he's a mutant, the first mutant. Um, but his whole deal is that he wants to create the conditions under which the only the strong will survive. Yes. So And so you apply that through every era and every epoch, and he's got his own eccentricities. He's got you know access to celestial technology. He's got four horsemen, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But the point really is, is that he <laughs> believes that he's, he's going to create a world in which the strong will survive, and therefore the weak shall perish. Exactly. Or at least be, at least serve the strong. So... In that case, you got things like the Age of Apocalypse, where that actually happens. Whoop. But the first flashpoint, the first flash, flashpoint, wrong universe, but sure, whatever. <laughs> um, but, Somebody uh, out there gets that. But <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, one of the, the first major arcs in X Factor, um, where we've got you know Apocalypse taking folks and making them better, stronger, faster. <clears throat> they, he has the technology. Oh my God, they're um, punk. Yes. No, there's a six million dollar no. man. <laughs> in they are the Horsemen. Right, but that's in like a six million dollar man, like like six dollars, I think, and so that's something like the twelve point eight billion dollar. Anyway, the the point is is that uh, anyway. So his his uh, philosophy is strong will survive. So sometimes that works in the favor of the X Men. Sure. Sometimes that works in the favor of of certain uh, mutants, um, but most of the time is usually against them. So we're we're, we're not sure, talking yeah. someone being evil for evil's sake, but having an, an ideal. That yeah. uh, is their their code of conduct always. You, you can argue that the the strong will survive is always going on. That's a theory of evolution. Sure, sure. You know? um, but uh, always his aims, his uh, schemes, his arcs, and like that are almost always detrimental to the rest of the human race, at least. Sure, but it, um, I mean, you said it's strong will survive. Exactly. I mean, so they I, ain't the strong. I was at Walmart the other day. There was one last Marvel Legends figure, and a 12-year-old tried to fight me for it. Guess who got that? The 12-year-old. 12-year-old. <laughs> the 12-year-old. Yeah. That's the strong that surviving. I have right. asthma. I won't survive. <laughs> and his name is Inshabanor, which means the one that will survive Boom. for yeah. a reason. Yeah, and he, he has uh, yeah, several abilities. So now he's but, back but, from outer space. <laughs> so no. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, but so anyway, he's got all, all kinds of different abilities and and, and whatnot, and that's that's all interesting. But the real point is that just like the movie, um, X Men Apocalypse, um, he's trying to, to find out who the strongest are. He's got several different theories right, about it. Right. But, right. Right. But that makes him a villain because usually the X Men are trying to protect both humanity and the mutant race. Coexistence. So, he's like. Fuck all that. Yeah, and so if you ain't strong, you ain't getting along. He's not. He's not exactly anti-human. He just yes, believes that the, the mutants are, are going to be the strongest. Yeah. So, yeah. So again, he's another ideologue, right? Mm-hmm. Under the right circumstances, he well, I'd take a fairly extreme set of circumstances, but uh, he'd be the goodest guy among the, the picks of all the villains, I suppose. But um, the most Mag- noble Magneto, though uh, Magneto, uh, on several occasions has been the savior of the earth. Um, but right, right, right. Not and but most of the time the enemy. So yes. okay, with these with these villains, um, I, I guess one of the big questions I have because there's a lot out there. Right, there's right. a lot. But I want to know, in your opinion, what's the worst thing they've ever done? What's the one worst thing you can pick oh, out for any of these right. villains? I'm, I'm gonna start this one off. Yeah, I figured you had something. Yes, because I'm gonna start this off with Vit Decree, aka Saber Saber Tooth, Saber Poof, Saber Poof. <laughs> That's Logan's father, right? Yes. No, he's no. not. All what? right. So for a long time with Wolverine and Sabretooth, they didn't know what to do with these characters. Like Wolverine origin was not officially established until I think the early 2000s in the origin comic mm-hmm. book. Yep. So for a lot of time, Sabretooth would taunt him and make you think that he was like his father, his brother, his You know uncle. I fucked your mom, right? Exactly. Like he might have. So for a long time, Victor Creed has been like the Venom... 
or not actually he's more of the carnage to Wolverine Spider-Man because he actually debuted in Iron Fist number 14 in August 1977 if anybody want to know that little fun fact but uh, with Sabretooth he doesn't care he's all instincts rage and murder and that what separates Wolverine from him because Wolverine's always talking about caging the animal being a human with Sabretooth's like straight animalistic instinct and primal actions. No, I think it's a, it's a hell of a point because they're functionally the same character. Yes. Right, right, um, right. They're both born roughly-ish, sort of, depending on who yes. you read, about the same time. Yes. They have essentially the same healing factor, uh, the same kind of claws effect anyway. Uh, one has adamantium, one doesn't. But but one um, had, well, Sabretooth did get adamantium at one point in time. It but is they, teeth. No, no, he had it through his own his whole body, but then after Wolverine had lost this and they fought for the new uh, horsemen of death between because apocalypse put him in a basically a fight uh, fight club scenario yeah and wolverine won so he stripped the anionium out of saber tooth and gave it back to wolverine during that late arc in the 90s with the whole apocalypse the 12 thing and when they find out Wolverine. so what's the worst thing he's done in your book so guess uh, all right so back during weapon x or post weapon x during that whole time period um, there's a character in their squad named Silver Fox. If you watch X-Men Origins, um, Wolverine, she was in that movie. And Wolverine and her had a thing. And one day he came home and found her killed. And it, turns to find, it comes to find out that it was actually Sabretooth who had killed her. And it happened to be Wolverine's birthday. So every birthday of Wolverine, Sabretooth, no matter where he at in the world or what he's doing, he always makes sure he finds Wolverine and comes back and fights him to the fucking death. Damn. No matter what. So every year, Logan knows this is coming, but at the same time, he's just kind of like, eh. But as soon as you know it, before you know it, Sabretooth is there ripping, and they're ripping each other to tr- um, the tr- um, pieces, threads. This isn't always true, things. though. Because some, sometimes on Wolverine's birthday, somebody else tries to kill Wolverine. That's true. And Sabretooth kills them. Yeah, but, and, but, yes, thank you for that. But yes. this time, Sabretooth just got him like a reverse Ikea gift. He found something in place in this a case. A different type of torture. torture. And sliced her up so that way Wolverine could have fun putting her back together again. Yes, and then also Sabretooth. that's the Ikea story. That's the Ikea yeah. story, yeah. And then Sabretooth was also a part of the mutant massacre down in the sewers with the Morlocks. Because no, this is one of those things that um, Gambit was hired by Sinister to um, find the Morlocks and Sabretooth came in with the Marauders no, he didn't. and killed them all. It's a clone. That's right. It's always a clone. The clone is still Sabretooth. So, uh, <laughs> like he was going to do with the real one what it did. <laughs> I almost don't want to ask you about what the worst thing Ansem's done. Uh, but oh, it, it's not, none, none of the two that I talked about. Oh. But it, it has to do with the Green Lantern universe. Get into it. There and it it's um, the destruction of Coast City. So this is Atrocitus. No, not Atrocitus. Ansem the Wise. Both of them. It's so actually Ansem uh, the Ansem's. It's Ansem the Wise's. No, I'm both. I was like, this it's, didn't happen. Okay, so <laughs> Cyborg, Superman, Hank Henshaw, and Mongol destroyed Coast City. And they killed billions and billions of people. That's true. But did it take all of them to do that, though? Like, it, I think it was just <laughs> Mongol working for Hank Henshaw. Okay. But then... Oh, but it was all, like, a part of the so plot. So, as, as, like, as yeah. for killing thousands of people, uh, how it also went to make Hal Jordan become Parallax. Because right. that was his grief. Mm. Because he tried... It was, like, it was heartbreaking. Because he tried to rebuild the city with his ring... And it was revoked by the Guardians, and they're like, nah, bro, you can't do that. It's one of the rules. You so, can't do that. And, that. and then, like, once how Jordan starts, like, getting the white, like, on his sides, and that's the Parallax Richards, trying so. to infect his ring, and then, like, he goes up and murders, like, the whole entire Green Lantern Corps. Damn. So, yeah, that, I think that's probably the one, one of the worst things that a villain's done. Well, I got nothing bad to say about Magneto. No, he's a good guy. He's awesome. Hey. He had some valid points. That's what Except- I to Jay and Miles explain the X-Men right there. But, um... <laughs> Anyway, no, so Apocalypse, though. Not even, so you're not even going to talk about when Magneto in the Ultimate Comics flooded the Earth? No, no, I won't talk about that, but I will say Magneto ripping out Wolverine's adamantium, which caused this one dude. No, no, yeah. but that's still, that caused the Onslaught thing, which also some people say is one of Marvel's worst villains. Kelsey, huh? Kelsey. Hey, we must wait. let TJ talk. Hey, I'm just saying, like, I was going to let I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to let you talk, I'm going to let you finish. And, and if he didn't have the Scarlet Witch, she wouldn't have had House of M, and she went and took all the mutants. Magneto had one of the best just, superpowers out there. Just one, just one more black guy interrupting a he white damn person. Skinny. <laughs> oh, All right. Oh my All right. God. Hey. Uh.
It's a time and place for everything. Oh, man. <laughs> and our time and place is right now. All right, so there's no shortage of crap oh. that Maggie has done. <laughs> um, probably the worst is being shirtless in the Savage Land. Woo! But, um, giving yeah. it a rogue. Oh, man. No, but giving it with a rogue, that's a redemption right there. That's a pretty good <laughs> idea. Um, no, so, so Apocalypse. Apocalypse is timeless. He's been, he was at the dawn of time, he's at the end of time. Mm. And then, so in, in the 24th century, uh, where he's uh, dealing with the Ascani, and that's a whole other yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, but uh, anyway, so he's, uh, he's crushing the Ascani cult. And then he's also, and this is, this is weirdly the, the worst thing he's done, is that he convinced Strife, the clone of Cable, <laughs> That it's he was the original clone. cable, or the original, the the not he was the original, not the clone. Anyway, and uh, and then when he found out that he wasn't, um, then Strife gets all PO'd and goes back in time and wreaks havoc on the rest of the world. So, yeah, um, yeah, so I think from the future, when he could have just left Lion Dogs Lie, future. he's the worst person on the planet at that point. Mm. Right. <laughs> and it, all right. One more thing about Mad <laughs> When you find out he really was Zorn. I haven't even started talking yet. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to jump in. No, we, when, Charles, when Charles was walking in again during Greg Morrison run and yeah. Mad okay. took the helmet off and re-crippled Charles, like, ha ha, got you. I mean, got you, got you, bitch. Ain't got your legs. It's like, fuck it's your like helmet, that quote bitch. from The Incredibles. Fuck pulling a rug from out on you. I'm taking your vertebrae well, out. Well, it's like that quote from The Incredibles. Mr. Incredible says, you know, you feel like a maid. You just clean the place up and someone comes and wrecks. It. You gotta clean it up again. Magneto, was, you know, he had to, he had to cripple the guy again. Come on, again, just one person. Snatch it back. <laughs> Not the worst thing he's ever done. Snatch it back. Now I will say, I say the worst thing, but it's one, it's up there. For me, I'm gonna talk about the, uh, the the mighty monarch. Although at this point he's Blue Morpho, but then he wasn't Blue Morpho, and he was back to being the mighty monarch. Oh, but so what, that's where you get your name from? Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to catch up on. He, um, oh, this might be a spoiler for you, mm-hmm. but uh, I think the worst <laughs> thing he does is inadvertently kill his dad who he thought was dead but actually came back as an android and uh, yeah, yeah yeah ends up uh-huh. killing him after realizing it was just his, like, as soon as he realizes it's his dad he's riding down this like coffin with him smashes him into the he's, ground he's riding the coffin yes of course of course he is he smashes him into the ground kills him but everyone's like oh the android was a blue morpho and instead of him being like daddy he's just like I killed him. I'm good. You know, that wasn't me doing all those killings. It was this guy. And it's a little thing, but um, it, it's he, <laughs> it wasn't he's, Kelsey. Mighty Monarch is not one of those villains that you see do gratuitous killings. But then you see Dr. Dugong in one of those past. Do you remember Dr. Dugong? In no, the I just saw the Pokemon. Dr. Dugong was his, uh, he, he was his uh, arch nemesis. That, that was assigned after he wasn't allowed to arch Dr. Venture anymore. And <laughs> he wasn't, he was the arch enemy not allowed to arch anymore? Yeah, he's like, you can't arch Dr. Dr. Venture anymore. You gotta, you gotta oh, yeah, the, the, was it the Guild of Calamity? Guild of Calamitous Intent. He lost rank and he's like, okay, so he goes and starts arching Dr. Dugong, mm. who's just, gong, it's gong. supposed to be like that back and forth banter, you know, haha, got you, got you. But then uh, Dr. Girlfriend, or at this point, Dr. Mrs. the Monarch tells him, yep. just pretend it's Dr. Venture. So he pulls out a gun and he's like, you abandoned me. You left me alone. And Dr. Dugong's like, I didn't do any of this. I uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And he shoots him in the fucking face. Ryan, do you ever get the impression of just making this stuff up as they go? It's all bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we like to call freestyle. One year and out the other. Can I say a couple more things? No, of course. Okay. No. Cool. All right. Lay it on and slap us in the face with those words, Ryan. Okay. Uh, two more really, like that just came to mind, two more really like messed up things that have happened by villains or other superheroes that are villainous act. Sure. You know who Kyle Rayner is, right? Yeah. Did you ever hear yeah. about his girlfriend? In the, the fridge, the, uh, in the fridge, yep. by Major Force. Literally oh, fridge. Drain, and then that's what he used to put her in there was Major Force. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and God. then during Damn. the, if you read The Blackest Night, she comes back as a Black Lantern fridge. Mm. And it opens and it's like Kyle. <laughs> but then um. you need to throw away your leftovers. It's been at least four years. Eat your damn stromboli, kid. <laughs> but another one, I, ju- I just... <laughs> It's hard. Kyle, this says it expired two weeks ago. Why is it in here? It's Eat your damn pesto. It's a dairy product. But uh, I just finished. Uh, these two Jewish women. Going Where did they come from? How many meatballs do you need in here? 
a lot. Why would you put a whole box in here when there was just one slice of pizza? Jesus. Why, Kyle? I, I have no more room for my cigarettes. <laughs> what you were saying? Okay, sorry. I just finished uh, uh, Injustice, if you've ever uh, played the game yes, as well. Yes, I have. Um, so you lied to me when I asked you if you read it? Yeah. Okay, cool. And <laughs> it was one of, what also one of the worst things. You can't life without life. <laughs> one of the worst things I so think that it. happened was uh, Joker actually killing Lois Lane. And then it, it, it was one of the best comics. Because Lois I've ever is read. the key. Snyder taught me that. Yeah. Just Zach watch Snyder it. taught us nothing. <laughs> Just watch it. I, I swear it's a good movie. <laughs> Somewhere in your imagination. Just to piss Daniel off. Are we talking about that bullshit that you love? What? Justice League or BVS? So, so continue. I'm sorry. The extended edition is better than no, the No, no, no. Please so. continue. I'm sorry you like bad movies, but please continue. Bad movies could be great movies. <laughs> what was I saying? I don't um, know. Some bullshit about Zack Snyder, I think? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think Lex Luthor's interpretation on that movie was the best villain I've ever and seen. And we're never going to have I, Ryan on again. I, I, I totally agree with that. It's like he's the Joker, but he's not. Exactly. It was amazing. You're not going to be on the Pitch Perfect episode. You're not going to be on any of the bonus I'll episodes. I'll stand outside and just go zoom, 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 zoom for like 20 hours straight. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. Talk about right. true villain. No, I'm joking. That shit was trash. It was a bad no. movie. No, not in the movie. It, just that It wasn't well bad. done. So these guys... Uh, Talk about villains. These villains, they're, they're all pretty bad. They've all done some bad stuff. Uh, Zack Snyder should be the villain, huh? <laughs> he is the villain of my life. <laughs> That's um, a whole other podcast. Welcome we to did my that life. Back in like episode three. Do you ever right? feel like breaking down? Give it up. Are you singing "Simple Plan" at me right Fuck now? Fuck yes, his life is a simple plan. Be happy. No, do these. God damn it! God damn it! This has been one of the more trying nights of my life, and now Yo, I, I don't know what to do. I blame technology. <laughs> Ultron is the real villain here. You know what I mean? Speaking Computer. of Ultron, let me talk about another villain, Megatron, for killing, Megatron. The, for killing the only black Transformer in the first Transformer movie. Oh, Thank you a lot. One. No, Jazz, man. He did a flare and a, did a goddamn pop lock and drop it move, and you going to kill him? Come on, man. Like, yo, I Ooh, still feel a way about that. <laughs> Why does it got to be black? Because Jazz is black. There's certain characters that aren't black that are black. Piccolo. Jazz is one. Right. He was Piccolo a blacked out Cadillac. That's why. Yeah, his name no, is, actually, he was a Porsche. He was a Jaguar. Yeah. It was a portion original um, cartoon, and then you had Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. You also had Panthro from the Thundercats. Mm-hmm. There's certain characters. And Megatron killed all of them. No, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Killed Megatron? <laughs> no, 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 black character that's no, not no. black. Yeah, there's, a, there's certain characters that we see or we hear, and we just like identify as being of uh, African American descent. Yeah, in like some way, uh, Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter right, is right. always associated with being uh, a black character. He's green. Yeah, he's green, but sometimes he's depicted as African American, just like in it's the like, Supergirl. Like t- dark green. He's Hank Henshaw. Yes, he's, right. he's black green, like he's Hank Henshaw in like Supergirl. Which he, have they ever hinted at Cyborg? No, Superman? they they did it in Supergirl, like season three, I believe. Did they? Re- okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I stopped watching after Red. Yeah, Red. I don't. I don't. I don't because I don't. you hate women being empowered. No. Nah. Yeah, they came yeah, back with the whole right. red daughter instead of red son metaphor. They did that thing. Oh, I'm gonna get a yeah. fire on my ass. <laughs> Light it up. So, like these, even... <laughs> so these are some bad guys. Hold on, hold on. Oh, these are right. some bad guys. Let's really back in. Are there? You can't see me, but I'm reeling in. He's reeling really it in. Is there? Moby any Dick hope? was the villain that book. <laughs> this is how I felt talking okay. about Ansem. Okay, you know what? Okay. You guys got extra points. Here's my extra point before we reel it all the way back in. Ooh, kick it! The Toy Story uh-huh. cast and Toy Story were the real villains. Al from Big Al from Toy Story Two. He was just trying to run a business. He was just trying to make money. He had mm. the he he had the luck of finding a toy, and yeah, he stole it from a garage sale. From a garage sale, and you know. Know what? Fuck Andy's mom for having it out there. Fuck Andy for not taking him to cowboy camp. And fuck the toys for being like, you gotta come back with us. Because then Big Al was going out of business and he had to sell everything for a buck, buck, buck. Oh, like a chicken. Speaking of Disney movies and villains. <laughs> That's the response I get. I'm the harder Tafiti? Tafiti wasn't even a villain. Zerg is the her best heart. villain I've ever seen. <laughs> That's right. Um, I just had so a plug. Re- reeling it back in. Uh, these are some bad hombres. <laughs> These are Speaking so- of hombres, can we talk about Coco and Hector de la Cruz? That's and another episode. That's another episode. Okay, no, cool. we may not talk about that. Because, no. <laughs> All right. Remember me. You can sing about this it. My niece loved that song. Is there any hope for redemption for any of these characters? Is there a chance, aside from Axis, where they all got inverted... 
or mm, a cosmic cube, which changes your history, mm. is there a chance for them to be to, to, to turn over a new leaf on their own? To be considered good guys yes. or yeah. less villainy? Well, Doom Explain. came back that way in after Secret Wars under business pen. I bought that um, comic. And that was pretty cool, but then he also, like we talked about the episode previously, the status quo went back to being the same. He was trying to live up to what Reed saw in him and in his own potential to show that he could be a better person. He tried, but then he goes back to being Doom. Magneto's a little bit different because he's always on the side of mutants. So with the X-Men, like we talked about before, <clears throat> if you're a mutant and you're a villain, you could always be an X-Men at some point in time if you're trying to fall in line with their ideologies. So I think, depending on the circumstances of these heroes, to some people they can be seen as heroes, but some people always thought they were heroes in the first place. So it's kind of like... Yeah, I got, uh, okay, so I'm going to dovetail on your Magneto comment there, of course. You're going to so, dovetail? Do- Woohoo! Dovetail. A little different. A little different. Like a, not I, deer like tails, a, not berry tails. No, it's, like a, it's like a... <laughs> berry tails? Berry tails is a YouTube um, cartoon series about... Y'all remember Veggie Tales? That bears that at black. It's not a Veggie yeah. Tales. Yeah, it's not a Veggie Tales. We don't talk <laughs> not about cotton tails. We don't talk about Veggie Tales here. But duck tails. It's not right. My fault. It's not right. There's too much, there's too much backstory. Yes. All right. You don't know what's going on here. Don't try to bring in Veggie Tales. You don't know what you're talking about. Right? Listen, I can talk okay. about Veggie Tales. You can't yeah, talk. We, we, we ain't talking we, about airplane. We emojis. said we weren't going to talk about Veggie Tales. Okay. All right. <laughs> but I have this whole sheet of paper no, based on Veggie Tales. Look, I'm yeah. just, I'm just trying to keep us all Christian uh, carrots upbeat here. We talk about Veggie Tales. We're going down a dark road, Ryan. Don't go there, man. All right. You don't want to end up like the worst villain For in real, history. You don't want John Jesus the Baptist Brussels sprouts okay. popping up. <laughs> Look, you open that door. You said Veggie Tales, right? I told all right, here you we before, go. I told you before the up. podcast, there's no goddamn Veggie Tales on this. All we right? go from Veggie Tales to the blood of Christ. Yes. It's not a very far leap. All it's right, a, it's, it's a, like a hop. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sex Are you done? Oh, Are you happy? You got da- you got Daniel crying over here. All right. Crying over the blood of Christ. It happens that damn, damn near every podcast. It does. Right? Oh, the tears right. are real. Let, let's, let's bring it to a more upbeat note. With Roll like, back into Magneto. Yeah, Magneto. Magneto. Okay, with the power of magnetism. All right. He can do all things. He can be great. He can be good. Um, You're and, talking and, like he's Jesus. Yes. Because <laughs> he's a villain just like Jesus. He's a Jew like Jesus was. <laughs> Oh, man, I wasn't going to go there. I'll go to a lot of weird places. I wasn't going there. And they try to kill Magneto That's right. for being special with powers. He also could walk on water. That's true, with the power of magnetism. How do faith. magnets work? I don't know, faith. but they work. Magic. Probably yes. communion Fucking somewhere. No. Sure. Well, okay. Jesus is Joseph, and never mind. I'm not yeah. going to Okay, that. so back to Jesus. Joseph Nito. is the... All right, so Magneto has demonstrated several times that he's capable of good. Yes. Uh, usually when he gets, uh, you know, de-aged, uh, he turns into not a terrible guy. Like when he um, pulled Kitty Pryde back to Earth in that big-ass yeah, bullet. The, from the big-ass bullet. It's a pretty cool story. <laughs> yeah, well, that was of, dope. Kind of, how do you defeat Kitty Pryde? Put her in a big-ass <laughs> bullet in space. Anyway. Space um, metal. That's what they did to Corona. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, overall, uh, Magneto generally come always comes back to... the. Uh, either he he starts believing in Xavier's dream and then gets betrayed, and so he needs to be on the side of mutants again. Um, and uh, on several several times, though, he's tried to do the right thing. Excuse me, right-ish uh, thing for uh, mutants. Yeah, for well, and for humanity. So we got this continued conflict between humans and mutants. We'll tell you what, I got this whole big ass asteroid up in space, so we'll just send all the mutants there. So you know, what, y'all got no problems. True. All right. Um, and then of course, you know, the mutants couldn't handle that, and so. Um, so that's wrong. But uh, how about Apocalypse? Apocalypse, you'd think, hell no, never. No. And that is true. <laughs> However, Apocalypse clone. Yeah. Um, Kid Apocalypse, Evan. Evan. But also Evan before Evan. that, um, at the dissemination, when he gave the blood of Apocalypse to all the DPR mutants, trying to give them their abilities back to respark the mutant gene and the ascension of mutants, that's when we got um, Gambit as death and Polaris as pestilence and sunfire as famine then there was gazer is the other one more fairly 
remote corners of our <laughs> universe. Yeah, but, I, I, I like that art because like Gamus was one of my favorite, and they gave yeah. us the Hellbound, and he came back in that. But that's so, another story. So quickly then, yeah. So so Evan, you know, his clones, young kid, teenager. Um, turns out that he's he's wrestling with his destiny, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. And he's got a, a little bit of like like internal nature that's driving him toward like a power lust, um, but not. But it, more times than not, he brings it right back, and he you know he's he's basically a good guy, a very powerful good guy. Would you like to explain how he got that internal conflict? I don't know. We're we're, we're, we're running out of time. No, real no, real no, quick. No, no. The point the point really is here is that <laughs> is that Apocalypse himself probably not not realistically. However, copies of him under different circumstances, probably so. True that. And uh, as for Atrocitus, I kind of feel like he already maybe redeemed himself in a little bit once because he he went to Earth, and then when Earth was threatened, not that he had no choice. He had the choice, but he ended up helping the rest of the Guardians, like the, the whole Spectrum, and uh, helped defeat Necron. So I, I kind of feel hmm. like he redeemed himself, and I haven't really heard of him much after the whole Red Lanterns comic series. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully they bring back everything like that. And right, uh, like I'm hoping in like the season two of the uh, Green Lantern comic series that they go deeper into the emotional spectrum. And, and mm. I, I miss all those guys. But without a, a 20 minute tirade, <clears throat> uh, is there a chance of uh, <laughs> Handsome uh, redeeming himself? Yeah, I was getting there, but okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, it'll go on to a different episode. <laughs> but like 20 minutes later, do not mention him accepting Jesus as his Christ. <laughs> he kind of looks like as Jesus. His Christ. He's trying to open the. He's trying to shut. Jesus the door isn't the first or the last Christ. I watched Dogma, so it is what it is. <sighs> In Kingdom Hearts One, he never redeems himself. He he dies a villain, but um, since he's like a he's the heartless of Master Zayn. Or In Kingdom Hearts Three, it's kind of weird how they do everything and all that shit. But oh, I mean, it, it was just like a chess game. It was a whole thing to see. It if was they could, uh, if you know who. Uh, Oh man, I forgot it. Iroquist. Master mm-hmm. Iroquist. Mm-hmm. Um have you played Kingdom Hearts three? I've beat every game of Okay. That. Well, like how he was inside of him. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, it yeah. all comes and back then, around. Yeah. Like a boomerang, Full baby. Circle. Captain Boomerang, and then, another villain. And then I feel like he kinda redeemed himself right there. Like I I haven't I, I need to play through it again, but I feel like it, it's <laughs> like video master. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, no, Control Master. Or was it Control Freaks and T-Time? How about your guys, Dan? Um, Mr. Sinister will never redeem himself. He will always lie. He will always cheat. You know why? Right. You know House why? X, like your no good, dirty, rotten, stinking hold grandfather. On, hold, on, no, hold, on, no, no, no. hold on, you Philistines. Wait, wait. This is my time. Exactly. <laughs> but do you know why he would never redeem himself? Because he's always the same. It's always uh, he's sinister. Thank you. He's sinister. It's in his name. I didn't want to do it like again. The it's hard, hard to be a good guy named Mister Sinister. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Mister Stir <laughs> <laughs> or Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. like we say, he is a good guy. But uh, Sinister will never redeem himself. He'll play like he is until his <laughs> needs have you know different needs. Yes. His needs have needs the same way his clones have different needs have different roles. Riddler will not either. I don't think. I think he's got chances to do good. Yeah. And maybe he'll do it for like a moment of humanity, but that's it. He, if you he, watch Gotham. I won't. Uh, but he, he needs a good guy <laughs> to help break his code. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. As far as the Mighty Monarch goes, right. yes. Okay. Uh, his time as the Blue Morpho was amazing. Mm-hmm. He um, was a vigilante. He was actually doing stuff. Um, now with the, the revelations of the final, last season, we just saw season seven of Venture Brothers, there's a real chance of him changing in a really big new way and i think that's exciting to see so i think there's a chance um i think i think that just about covers all of our bullshit today that was a lot of bullshit uh final thoughts and i swear to god anyone brings up veggie tales i'm flipping the fucking table here <laughs> we go <laughs> right, ryan you have been warned yeah i'm looking ryan. at you ryan can't tell stories about vegetables no you may not damn <laughs> what about fruit Ah. Now, fruit fuck now, you. Now, now, fruit fuck fables. You. Not <laughs> veggie tales, but fruit fables. Fruit fables is a whole different thing. I mean, that's not even related. <laughs> All right, folks, that's been our show today. Thank you Whoa. for tuning in. I'm going to go Whoa. ahead and cut this one short. Um, is it though? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we have been recording at Escape Velocity Comics. They don't yes, care. They have. don't do anything. We don't do things. They don't do things. There's the disclaimer. Basically, our ideas, our opinions, our beliefs do not reflect that of Escape Velocity. It's staff, it's owner, it's uh, customers, it's uh, mom, it's dad, it's siblings, it's brothers, it's sisters, it's children, it's lovers, it's uh, exes, it's... Uh... Um, t- 
Um, yeah, so they're not us. We're not them. We all are independent entities. Um, Ryan, thank you so much. Anything you'd like to plug? Anything going on? Uh, we have a show trying to. That's great. Come, wow. <laughs> oh, you went live. You're not Sassy. invited. <laughs> uh, we have a show coming up at Black Sheep on Friday. Uh, I think we're playing first, but I, it starts at 7. Okay. I hope. I think. We're playing first trinary. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram. We've had a, a song of yours on here, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Two or just one? Just I one. I think it was just science cells. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see how that is. Yeah, we'll put the other one up on uh, yeah, an sure episode when we uh, forget about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> TJ, uh, if people are looking for you. All right, you can't find me. All right. Um, once again, you'll never find me. You can, always, you can always reach me at, uh, at Escaping Velocity on Facebook um, or any of those. Uh, I'll, I'll answer the, the responses if we ever get any. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'd like to plug with uh, absolutely no endorsement, support, or uh, acknowledgement. Um, uh, arrogant Bastard Ale that I've been drinking this whole time. Um, pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I picked this because, you know, most, yeah, most villains are Arrogant Bastard Ale. Uh, arrogant Bastards. Um, but uh, I would like to say that thank God we have villains. Um, because otherwise the heroes wouldn't get any better. I find it very funny that you're thanking the biggest villain of them, villain of them all. Thank, God. Thank, thank VeggieTales for villains. Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought uh, we were going to do that. It's all about... <laughs> uh, Kels, what's going on in your life? Where can the people find uh, you? People can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, um, Kels for Show, and Facebook, my government name, Kelsey Greer. <laughs> you know, if you want to find me there... Um, I'm good at memes. People say they like them. So <laughs> it is what it is. And um, this week, um, yo, pay attention to CW. Batwoman just debuted, debuted Sunday. Um, Supergirl's back. All those Arrowverse shows are coming back around. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Free plug. If we're uh, doing non non sponsor, I'm not sponsored, but uh, get your uh, get your plum bobs at Home Depot. <laughs> yes, I'm not sponsored. You got to you you get either. your you got to get your own string. But once you get that string, you could plumb anything. Now, do I need to put the string up my ass first, or can I eat it and then uh, as it comes back out? Your body, your choice. <laughs> All right, um, it's your thing. Do what you want to do. Oh my god, I'm not telling you. Oh my who god. To. <laughs> um. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, you can find me on Facebook under Daniel Rojas, uh, Instagram under Blue Morpho, one word, the O's are zeros. As far as Snapchat goes, you don't want to see this. You can't handle this. You're not ready for this. So uh, don't ask unless you mean it. Wink. Um, today we leave you with Face You Know by Hello Mountain. Uh, they're a local band. They've got a, a new album coming up by the end of the year, and uh, I think they're doing a private event coming up, so you probably couldn't find them there. You could sneak in. You could sneak in, but you'd have to find it. Uh, if you or anyone else you know would like to have your music featured on the show, email us at escaping.podcast at gmail.com. Find us on the streets. Wait outside our windows. Cuddle us when we sleep. Find a way to get to us, and uh, we will get your music on the show if it's not uh, anything about like Hitler eating babies. There's, there's certain things that we won't put on here, but uh, that's one of them. <laughs> All right, folks, thanks for listening. We will see you next time. We do have a bonus episode coming up about uh, Joker. Check it out. It should be on our Patreon, which we are getting set up. Uh, there can only be one chum bucket, folks. Hey, and this is TJ saying, if you can't be great, at least do good. And just remember it, kiddos. Whether you're locked up in Gotham PD or strapped into a cell at Arkham Asylum, you can always be escaping. <laughs> Stay uncanny. Ha <laughs> <laughs>